my god, I hate chores! Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 213, lucky 13, with Randy and his castanets in the background. I'm Jason. We've got some things to tell you guys tonight, some important stuff that you probably should forget. I do need one of those. What are those things you shake? Uh, maca, no, maca, no. Castanets. Not castanets. They, like, they look like they're bulbous and they have seeds on the inside and you shake them. Uh, maraca. Maracas. Maracas. I was saying macaroons. You get some maracas, I'll get a steel drum, and we'll uh, start up a calypso band. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. Maybe that's what we should do in our free time instead of this podcast. You know how much time it takes to practice any instrument to get actually good enough to A lot. Because I, mean, I, I, I could play the maracas. Hmm. That's about it. How about, um, how about those steel drums? Those crack me up. I mean, it's just a giant steel bowl, but somehow they make different sounds out of different well, parts they, of them. They bend it different ways. But I, yeah, I don't understand. See, that's why I don't play any. <laughs> I don't understand music. <laughs> After this, I'll probably go practice the piano. That's the family's great. not here. I can play it as loud as I want without the headphones. On. I need 2,000 steps, so I need to go for a 20-minute walk. After this. To get to 10? No, it's 12. 12,000. 12 is your goal? 12 is my goal, yeah. I still don't have a Fitbit. 12 is check. my goal for six days check a week. my steps for the day. Uh, my son's Fitbit broke. Yeah, we've talked about it. Because you had be bought a knockoff one, so he doesn't. Um, yeah, bought a knockoff one, so he doesn't know how many steps he's getting now, and I think he's not doing steps as a result. That's good. You know what? The kids they get enough. They don't need to be monitoring. It's nice to know, though. Plus, I, I'm already at eleven two, so I'm close. Yeah, I did. I was lazy today. Didn't mm. run. No, I didn't run today either. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, that's boring. Um, you'll have to apologize. I mean, you'll have to forgive us listeners for, uh, us not being on the air last week. We didn't have proper Patreon donations to fund both weeks. We didn't cross the threshold of zero. Yeah. That gag is going to go forever. I don't ever let go of things. I was on vacation. If you could call it. I think it was a vacation. I'd made it a vacation. Was your family with you? Uh, yeah, that's what I made found it those not a vacation. Oh wait, I mean, no. uh, those aren't fun. That's what vacation is—spending time with your loved ones. They were fun, um, but I've decided, at least my daughter and a little bit my son—they're they're bipolar, and maybe all kids are bipolar. Okay. I'm not sure. I love when you throw around the, uh, the um, I think it's a mental disorder yeah. diagnosis. Uh, diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I've been. I'm a. I'm a doctor. That's right, Doctor mis- Mistaken for a doctor. They're definitely bipolar. I'm 100% certain of it. They have no they have no even keel emotional status. They are either running around like lunatics or they're crying in a ball on the floor. There is no I am calmly speaking to you at the dinner table about the events of my day and asking a question in a clear and concise voice. No. They're either bananas Happy or they're in tears. Mm-hmm. And vacation, I think, amplified that. I think so, yeah. They would get up in the morning, run around the house like crazy, eat breakfast, yell at me for half an hour. When are we leaving? When are we leaving? When are we leaving? Can we go to the beach? I want to bring this. I want to bring this to the beach. Can we do this, 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 this? We'd go to the beach. They'd splash each other in the eyes in the water all day. 
in the eyes with water it's, all day. It was freshwater, right? You were on Lake Michigan? It's freshwater, yeah. yeah well, okay. the salt water makes no difference. Well, my, my daughter opens her eyes under the water. Okay. In the salt water. And she always makes fun of her brother for not doing it, which is hilarious. The face she makes, she looks at him, she goes, you got to open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the gesture I'm making, but it's... I did. It's funny. It was worth it. It's really funny when the, the younger daughter heckles the older brother for course, being yeah. not bold enough about certain things. You need to man up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, sure enough, yeah, there are tears. By the end of the time to go home, ah, I want ice cream. It's then I want to go to bed. Now I want to play video games. They had a Wii. Okay. W I I at the house we rented. Uh huh. Oh, man. That was a mistake. Why? Wii's a good one. You know, I was like, you know what? This will be fun, kids. We're on vacation. Let's play some Wii. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I can see maybe where this is going. Well, eventually, my daughter decided that she wasn't good enough at any of the games, so she, she yeah. changed her mind and said, I like to watch you guys play. Well, oh, that's great. all right. All right. She didn't. So she freaked out a couple of times, and then she just said, no, I like to watch you guys play. This is fun. I'm like, all right, fine. So we had three or four people. Uh, usually, it was just me, my son, and my niece playing. And, you know, we played some goofy games, but then they never wanted to stop. They just never, never wanted to stop. And every day they were going to bed later and later and later and later, like midnight. And then, uh, that's, I mean, that's boring, but you know, the routine. And then I got home and I had this talk with them because they were being nuts when we got home and they were fighting and fighting and fighting, not helping put stuff away, not helping clean up, not helping unpack, not doing anything I asked. And I had to have this this very blunt talk with them. And I said, kids, you know what? This is very mean of me to say to you, but I am looking forward to going to work tomorrow <laughs> because the two of you will not be there. You said that. Yes. <laughs> I have had fun with you this week, but you are driving me bananas because there's no in between. You're either happy as can be or you're fighting with each other, screaming at me about nothing or fighting with each other. I hope you've started a uh, fund for the uh, psycho... psycho- I can't remember this word. Psychotherapy? Yeah, there you go. That's the word I'm no. looking for. No? Mm-hmm. All right. I, yeah, maybe it's, I think it helps them to understand, to share your feelings with your kids. I am a person. <laughs> okay? I'm not just some punching bag. They can ask the same question of six seconds apart. Not even six seconds. How long do your kids wait before repeating the same question? Oh, gosh, it's the worst. Zero seconds. <laughs> Zero. They don't even finish the question mark part of their sentence. <laughs> Before they start it again, yeah. I are you know. ready for the? Be- are you ready for the? Be- are you ready for the? Be- you- Wait, shouldn't you say the last word before you? <laughs> when are we leaving? When are we leaving? When are we leaving? When are we leaving? So I just send them. The great part is the house was so close. Said, take this bag. Take that bag. Go fill these bottles of water and leave. I will see you there. Oh, nice! And you caught up with them. So yeah, a quick little side note for. Um, Something I was just doing not 10 minutes ago in the car on the way home because, you know, as you say, they will go from crying to happy to crying to happy to crying to happy. I hope you were going to say you were driving. I was driving. That's all. And um, my my wife's, the big car we have, has a uh, switch on the dash where you can turn all the interior lights on at once. So if somebody wants the lights, like, I can't see, we're putting seatbelts on or whatever. Okay, boom, I hit the switch. All the interior lights on, everyone gets their seatbelts on. Great. So, you know, it's a five-minute drive. 
One's like, oh, can you turn the light off now? Or I'll oh, seatbelt, turn the lights off. The other one, ah, turn the lights on. I want to, I'm trying to read. Turn the lights back on. Ah, turn the lights off. I'm like, so-and-so's crying. So-and-so's not crying. So-and-so's crying. Yes. Other person's crying. So-and-so's crying. Other person's crying. I'm just flipping the lights back and on like a total lunatic, just throwing gas on the fire. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. So you, you've got this, and it's X. It's not like for me, you know, it's one kid times yeah. one kid. Yeah. It's like one to the power of one. For you, it's exponential. Now you've got one kid to the power of the next kid to the power of the next kid. There's no combination that will ever work. No. It's, no, it's impossible. <laughs> and then I'm doing this, right? And my wife's like, you're going to start crying in a second. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to make you cry, sucker. So, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> this, it just must be a waterfall of tears at your house. Non-stop. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, it's it's past bedtime. We were out a little bit late at this thing at my kid's school. And so, uh well, yeah, we we were all set, and then it's like, okay, time to go. Oh, where's your shoes? And then we spent the next, like, 20 minutes looking for a shoe, a shoe. And you know where it was? She's like, I left them right at the bottom of the uh, of the slide at the playground, you know, where there are 100 kids at. And um, yeah. and this is my youngest. And we found it eventually after looking for 20 minutes, checking all the garbage cans, walking all around concentric circles, just getting <laughs> bigger and bigger. Somebody had put it on top of a post, like, of on the playground. Because why would we look up? Right, they put a probably they were like, oh look, somebody left, can't find the yeah. shoe. I bet I'll put it up here so it's easier to see. But we're all <laughs> looking at the ground the whole time. Uh, it's in the last place I looked. Oh boy, it's yeah, always so, in the I last mean, place. So anywho, yeah, it, it is always in the last place. That's actually a good story. I think when we were when I was on the, um, did I tell you this story? But that's why I also on, was late tonight. So there on okay. the Pan Mass Challenge ride. It's not related to kids. I think I did tell you this. We we go to we try to go to sleep at like nine because we have to get up at three a.m. So you get a solid six hours of sleep. Okay. Yeah. So by eight thirty nine o'clock, everyone else is asleep. They're in the tents, and I'm like, you know, in the tent, and I'm like, guys, like I don't know where my I can't find my helmet. <laughs> I literally like I it was over here. I had it drying on this thing. It was like an air conditioning condenser blowing hot air. I had it drying over there. And I brought all the stuff back over here and I put it in the tent. And I put it right here, right on the ground, right here. And I'm shaking my hands at the spot where I put my helmet on. Right here. And it's not there. All I see are my shoes. And I go, hey, my helmet's not there. I don't know what's going on. So I get up. Everyone else is asleep. I wander all over this campus. We're at the Mass Maritime How did you just take somebody else's? Oh, I'm kidding. I almost, I'm kidding. I almost did. <laughs> it's, you're kidding, but it's true. I wander all over the campus. Big, it's. Mass Maritime Academy, it's in, it's on the Cape, it's near the river, it's huge. You know, I don't know what maritime people do, something with the ocean and boating and I sailing. They, I thought they kept track of, of the uh, time of the Mary time. cycles of the ocean waves. What is it called? The <laughs> they tides. just count them. Yeah, they count the tides. Uh, yeah, they count, they count the tides, one every moon. Yeah. <laughs> it's moon like wave. 11 hours and change. Go on. All right. <laughs> so I go everywhere. I go to the outside. I'm walking like miles. I go out to where the bikes roam park because i thought i might have hung it on the bike it's not there i go to where we eat it's not under the tent there is a tent under the tent you know there's a t- there is a helmet under the tent sorry and I'm like hmm this one's interesting so i kind of put that one aside it was not mine as you said <laughs> i sort of put that one in the lost and found area knowing that when i came back in the morning i'm like this is mine because i'm gonna find it tomorrow oh which is rude because it belonged to someone else clearly and they would have found it in the morning move somebody else's helmet well, they left it in the middle of lunch here. They lost it. So I put it in the lost and found. <laughs> okay. uh, all right. Long story short, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, all right, I, I got to go talk to, you know, the equipment people and see if they have some extra ones because I'm sure they will. 
Because there's no way they're going to let me ride without a helmet. They, everyone would be heckling me all day. I get up. I look right at the spot where I knew I had put my helmet the night before. There it was. There it was. It's just sitting right there. I'm like, what? So what was it a dream? <laughs> no. It was just, it was like upside down, right? So I don't know. I just couldn't see it. I'm looking right at it, waving my hands at it going, it's right here. It's not there. And then it's there. I'm like, great. I lost like two hours of sleep doing this nonsense. Anyway, so it happens. And it happens to me every year because it's so stressful trying to get to sleep early. We're having a visitor tonight. Oh, yeah? Who? Yeah. Oh, in your office. Hi. Yeah. Have her have her talk into the mic. Does, she's not even... It's not like Hello? a child. I, I mean, can't hear like him because he's not... To get the thing on. You'll have yeah. to hear I'm later. Saying nothing, nothing. <laughs> she said hello. You heard hello. It's funnier when the kids come in because she's just asserting herself oh around God, your I'm office. Sorry. She's gonna correct. She's gonna correct. Um, I could just stand here and correct all the things you say wrong. She's gonna correct me later when she's like, "That's not how I told. I didn't make that joke with the car, and and I'm <laughs> now the now it's <laughs> ruined because I feel guilty." Because no. she didn't actually say it's you're, called poetic license. I, yeah, thank you. I tell her all the time about poetic <laughs> license, and she's like, "But that's not how it was." I'm like, "Well, that's mostly how it was." And I <laughs> maybe have sweet yeah. some because yeah. in the car I said that you said that you're going to make me cry when you actually said you were going to cry, but it t- sounded no, better. No, then that I you picked were th- up your phone and said I would make you cry and throw your phone. Oh yeah, that's right. You'd be stitching <laughs> to threaten to throw my phone out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that would make you cry. Nothing else. <laughs> oh man. Anywho. Um, <sighs> Okay. Yeah. So, so um vacation. Oh, she said to tell you the TJ Maxx story. Now that the listeners heard it, they're gonna be like, What was the TJ Maxx story? Oh, I didn't hear her say that. Oh well, I bet you wouldn't in post. Um maybe. So she said so she had to go to TJ Maxx this morning, which is a if you're not sure, no don't know what TJ Maxx is. It's basically a, a discount department store. And um she had to get some, like a birthday present or something. So she goes in there at she goes to the store at nine twenty seven, and they open at nine thirty. So she's standing outside the door for uh, for a couple minutes with another patron who was also there early, and she said that multiple people. I think she said two. I'm gonna have to be precise here. Uh, almost walked into the door while on their cell phones. Because they just expected the automatic doors to open, even though there were multiple people standing there outside, they didn't even look up enough to walk. Like they walked across the parking lot, so attached to their phone that they almost walked into the door because it didn't automatically open, and they didn't even see that other people were standing uh, milling about. So she's like, "Oh my goodness, yeah." Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not news. <laughs> it's not news. <laughs> I know, but you couldn't. You couldn't you can't leave the listeners like. Oh like gosh, what was the TJ why can't they just? Uh, no, I, I'm. I have completely. I have the disease too. I can't just sit. No, if I have my phone, I'm and I'm like sitting there. I'm like, why not? I just read a news story. And now Google makes it like so easy because it's just like swipe to the left a little bit, and there's a whole ton of headlines I'm, I'm, that are all. Use like, your phone. That's fine. I'm saying just sit down for a few minutes and use it. Oh well, you don't need to also be on the go. Oh, while walking, yeah, no, the walking and the cell. While walking, while driving, while everything, it's yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know where we were going. What else? That was it. DJ Max story. That's what you, she told yeah, you. Well, you yeah, have a visitor disrupted. Um, we did get a mail we can go into, or you can tell us more about your vacation. Well, the, the, the vacation story is a bit discontiguous. Is that a word? No. Okay. <laughs> it is now. Uh, I wanted to, to solidify it, bring it together. So we went, we went to a wedding. My cousin got married. 
And there was an upside to it, which is I got to see a lot of my family that I don't see ever because they're all like in Michigan and California and we don't really visit often. See, I thought you were all from this area here. No, no, no. My my parents are sort of from, well, they, they, they went to college in Michigan, so they sort of grew up in Michigan. My mother's family was lived in Michigan. My father's family like grew up in Alabama or something. Really? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. The South. You have so time. a lot of them are still in Michigan. A lot of them are in California, like Southern California. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That'd be fun to visit there. And we we did this thing where we we said, okay, we're all going to go to the cousin's wedding because that's the thing you do. And I, I saw my cousin and his wife, who I've never met, and I talked to them for all of about thirty seconds. And then you know I'm they bored. had their wedding. This is boring. I'm bored. It is boring. And then they went off on their honeymoon. So, <laughs> no, so people, I, I've never met her before, and I haven't seen my cousin in like decades, like 20 years. Yeah. And uh, I, I oh, talked to Oh, this is the him. bride and groom? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The bride and groom, I had never met the bride. bride. Okay. And I had not seen the groom, my cousin, in at least like 15 years. Wow. All right. And uh, I talked to him for about 30 seconds. So we got you know, plane tickets and all this stuff for the whole family oh, out. Oh, I thought you were saying like you talked to him for 30 seconds before the ceremony and then you had you caught up later. No, for the duration of the trip, the whole total thing. total of about 30 seconds. That's hilarious. That's how some of these family weddings work. And then, you yeah. know, they left. They went off to their honeymoon. And the good we, – we, the good the positive side was we rented a house on Lake Michigan with the rest of a lot of the family. So we got to hang out with the extended family. All right. The bride and the groom, they they got their thing going on. They're just, they're the centerpiece. Uh, now, they did do something really cool related to your previous story, uh, which is they requested a unplugged wedding. Okay. And what that really meant was basically don't take your cell phone out for any reason. <laughs> they, didn't want, they didn't want people taking pictures. They didn't want people using their phones. They wanted people focused, wow. talking to each other, that sort of thing. And it actually worked really, really well because otherwise you get people standing up and jamming their stupid portrait phones in the wedding, you know, the bride's <laughs> face during the dance and stuff. Like, oh, it's your first dance. And then the photographer's taking pictures and all you see is people with their phones up in the air. And- yeah, I never even thought about that. That's got to be a huge pain in the neck for- Oh, for the wedding now everybody's got a yeah. phone in their pocket and everybody thinks that their picture is the best right. and they need it. And they're always in the way and they're to like, never you know, look at Facebook Live and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Oh so my it, gosh. It worked really well having no one doing that. I did actually bring my big camera and I took a bunch of pictures of the family outside hmm. that the photographer wasn't doing, but whatever. So I wait, think. how did it go? Like, all right, let me ask you a couple questions here. Yeah. How many people would you estimate were attending the wedding reception, wedding and reception? Uh, it was like in the same place, it was outdoor yeah, okay. under a tent. And, geez, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'd say... What are you I'm counting rows oh, right. in my head. I'd say over 120. All right, so let's say, we're going to just say, we'll, we'll say 150? I'd say closer to 130, 40, 130, right. 40. And at this unplugged wedding, mm-hmm. did you see any cell phones? Only once okay. did I see someone take out their phone... Yeah. And take a picture when they were doing the cake thing. Okay. And it, even when, when that happened, I was a little bit annoyed. <laughs> really? Yeah, because the photographer was right there doing all their, getting yeah. ready to take their pictures, and here's this person sticking their arm right up close. Because the other problem is that all the cell phone cameras have these really uh, like short 
what do you call it? Focal lengths on them? Mm. Uh, not focal lengths, whatever. They're they're made to be up close. Okay. So Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, F stop um, is it? I don't know. Yeah, that's the aperture. The anyway. <clears throat> so they're really short lenses. So you, you have to yeah. be like up close to get everybody in frame and all this kind of stuff. And so they're almost always in front of the photographers. Huh. Because the photographers typically have uh they, they can have wide lenses, whatever. It's all photography jargon, but it just depends on whatever they what do they have there on their camera, what they're doing at the time. But it just looks gross, especially because it was the only person doing it. Yeah. I guess it looks worse if everybody's Now, who was it? Was it like a rando friend or was it like the mom and the bride? Uh, no, it was like, it was one of the rando friends, I think. Okay. Now, oh, how and, about... And, oh. Go ahead. You go ahead. Well, how about like general phone usage, like just texting yeah. or They were all away. Everyone had, they were away. Really? Yeah, everyone was talking, I'm playing games mind boggled. I can't believe it, was, it. It was pretty cool. There wasn't like a little group of teenagers over on the sideline just texting their friends back home being like this sucks i want to no here. no there really weren't what that many to? teenagers there were some kids but not uh what about your niece um she was there i mean her cell phone usage <laughs> no she, she wasn't using it really it was wow. shocking did she have it with her she must have i yeah she had pockets in her dress <laughs> really whoa we're living in the future man mm-hmm. dress pockets well actually we're living in like the 1600s when everyone wore uh, my brother and I played our his favorite game, maybe my second favorite game. I picked it up, which is pick pick the girl or guy. It's usually a woman. I hate to be sexist. That is going to get the most drunk. <laughs> oh my gosh! Really? Yeah, yeah. You got to do it early in the wedding. Be like that one, right? You take bets on. Who's oh, of course, yeah. I haven't been to a wedding in whew, a long time. And boy, I mean. Huh. Of course, there's one. There's always one. Oh, yeah. There's a, She's well, like there's falling down one. the hill, like falls in the grass, rolls down the hill, almost ends up in the swamp. There's like this yeah. river by the wedding kind of thing. Of course. It was <laughs> It was hilarious. It was great. We don't need to get into all those details, but. Hmm. And now was she part her. of the family? Was she family or was she? Um, no, she was not family. She was one of their friends. She was not a bridesmaid. I don't oh, think. I'm so trying to remember like what she was wearing. Hanger on her kid, huh? Yeah, I think she was one of the third wheels. Mm. Yeah. Kind of have to invite her, you know. <laughs> I understand. So she knows. So she's like, I'm going to make up right. for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty gonna, booze. If you're going to drag me to this wedding and make me buy you a gift, I'm going to earn yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got to buy. I still haven't bought a gift. I know. I still haven't given any money to. I got a checklist here. Pan mass donations. <laughs> oh, sure. You're three, you're three weeks past now. I know. Um,. <laughs> Here's you know why because here's here's my here's my dilemma with this. I know I have to give to like a dozen people, maybe not a dozen, but there's like ten people I have to give to because I made a list and then my wife you was like, "Yeah, three, I four, told five. you you don't need to donate. It's fine." No, no, I know, but I I feel like I well, yeah, I know. The problem is also I'm, I'm you're gonna get less than you normally would, but I'm giving to so many people because I know so many people that ride. Look at look at whoever has the least and give to them. Yeah, all right, still. Because it all goes the same place, and they're going to be all sad if they don't make the minimums and they'll have to pay. Well, yeah, I know. One person that I know is the first-time rider. I mean, you have Mm -hmm. 10 times rides, so you have a lot of support, Mm -hmm. and you know how to do the fundraising. My first-time rider. It's it's working out fine. Yeah. Anywho, um, let's not talk about that. That's boring. No, it's boring. boring. Uh, So, all right. So, unplugged wedding. That's amazing. I never even- Unplugged wedding. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah, I bet. So- Michigan. I'm also, you know what I can't believe now, which I've never seen? I've never seen somebody Facebook living a wedding, which I can't believe. Well, you know why? I'm never on Facebook on a Saturday evening mm. or Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I'm sure it happens. I know it must, but I can't believe <laughs> I'm bumped into it. The, uh, what do you call it? The marriage guy is doing it. Who? The guy who does the marrying part. 
Deficient? Efficient. Yeah, efficient. Efficient. Yeah. yeah. I would like that you kept that uh, diverse. Open. I didn't say reverend. Yeah. Pastor. Priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Judge. Holy <laughs> Lord. Judge. Um, Michigan. So you oh, yeah. know, tell me, what do you think about Michigan? I, well, I don't really... you, yeah, you know, going into Michigan, I'm like, all right, what's this going to be? Is this going to be a giant car sewer? Am I going to be depressed the whole time? Of course. <laughs> but you're on the west, not in Detroit. Not in or... Detroit. Yeah, far side from Detroit. Well, yeah. the short answer is there's some interesting comparisons between Michigan and Massachusetts. The most obvious thing was um, starts with M. Is Michigan? What? Michigan and Massachusetts start with M. Yeah, they both start with M. They both have that sh sound in the middle. I thought there would be a heck of a lot more pickup trucks. Okay. <laughs> no. And we got a fairly equal number. The pickup truck phenomenon yeah. has spread into suburban life like you wouldn't believe. I mean, your your typical like family sedan is now a four-door pickup truck. Yeah. It is. You know why, right? No. Uh, Do you ever have a conversation with Matt from work? I mean, no, no. <laughs> should I bleep that out? Bleep. No, the 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 guy from the UK, sort of a smaller guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Goes yeah, from yeah, the UK. Yeah, no, the yeah. last car I think Tell I would me. ever expect him to have is a giant pickup. You know what I mean? Oh. Now, yeah, and he does, and he has a giant Ford pickup. And what? I asked him one day, I'm like, why do you drive a giant Ford pickup? Because I know he has got, I think, three kids or two kids. I know he's got uh-huh. twins, and then, and he lives in like. You know, well, now he lives up in New Hampshire, but he lived in like Lexington, Massachusetts. So it's urban pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah, urban, yeah. And he's like, oh, I was going there and I was going to buy a sedan or I was going to even look into minivans or something. But it made no sense because the pickup truck, I got all these rebates on it and it was way cheaper and it's getting all this space and it's totally functional. It's basically way cheaper for him. He's like, it cost me way less to have this giant pickup than it does for me to have a Taurus or whatever. Well, that's not true. I mean, it cost him less to buy front. Yeah. But I'm sure the fuel costs are higher. Well, right. But my point was, like, he could have bought a boring old minivan for X amount of dollars or for X minus Y, he got this giant, nice pickup truck that has all this, you know, they talk him into, basically. But, you know, it's got all this luggage capacity and blah, 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 blah. But they gave him away. They gave him, they hooked him up. That's why yeah, the F100 is disgusting. So- but so I thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting that they didn't particularly have any more. But what they did have, um, there was a couple weird things that stood out at least in this area of michigan nobody drove especially fast uh but basically every road was a two-lane highway so you could you had to you know everyone's driving really long distances to get everywhere it seems everything was straight right yeah everything's nice and gridded so you know so you just go whatever you but luckily we could walk in town but what i did notice was they will not stop for people crossing the street at all. oh ever. yeah <laughs> not ever I mean, you're That's, in a painted crosswalk, and they just will drive right around you. And I'm like, what's the point of painting the crosswalk if no one ever stops? That's a mass I mean, thing, you know. It's it's well a mass thing. They'd speed through and almost kind of try to hit you. In, at least in Michigan, <laughs> oh, really? they're driving slowly, and they look at you, but they just kind of swerve around you slowly and just keep going. They're not being super malicious about it, but they make no effort to allow you space to go. It's very oh, strange. That's, that's funny. Yeah, that's weird. It was a little strange. Uh, they're like, no, I'll go first because uh, I want to. But it's also dangerous because whenever I go anywhere with my kids, like we travel, yeah. and I'm like, all right, listen, you're not stepping off the curb because you will get different here. run down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are, you think you, you know, you stand a chance in Massachusetts because it's law that they're supposed to stop, but other states are not. <laughs> I think it is a law there too, but oh, really? how does it make it like not a law? I, that's the part I don't really get. Why did you paint a crosswalk? Yeah, I don't know. It is not a, and why does it even need to be a law? 
Like I'm with you. I think the pedestrian thing, even don't though- kill people, is law. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I think crosswalk. I think the pedestrian should have the. Uh, uh, most of the time, I think the pedestrian should have the right of way. <laughs> I don't think you know if you're in a city and you have traffic lights and you have crosswalks and you have go and walk and stop signals, you don't need people walking off the curb all the time and yeah. stop. You know, yeah, but, it's a bit unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. The timing is good, right? Yeah, it's yeah. walking across the four lane highway and then when people are going seventy five, it's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's going to yeah, be a bad right. time. I don't, so otherwise, and there, there was only one other thing that kind of stood out, which was, I think it was the first day we got there. I got there and I said, uh, what's that noise? Because it just sounded like there was a motor speedway, you know, down the road. I'm like, in the direction of, the beach is over there. That's the lake. Why does it sound like people are just racing boats? And they're like, oh, that's not boats. I'm like, they're not, they're not racing boats. Like, no, they're doing a tractor pull. <laughs> Right, I'm like on the beach. They're like, no, no, it's not on the beach. It's actually like on the road, right next to the beach. Like, they're doing a tractor pull on the road <laughs> next to the beach. Excruciatingly loud, right? And they say, yeah, but it's actually not even like big tractors. It's actually little kids, <laughs> like eight to ten year old kids driving these little souped up tractors. <laughs> So, you know, they're probably the size of, like, a big lawnmower. Like a riding lawnmower? Yeah, like a big riding lawnmower. Okay. They, they look like a shrunk-down farm tractor. <laughs> but they've got, like, these 100-horsepower motors in them, you know? Yeah. And with no, you know, with huge straight pipes coming out of them yeah, and of no course, mufflers. Yeah. And these kids are they're pulling this minier, miniature sled <laughs> like they do in the muddy tractor pulls, yeah. right? And they're pulling it down. This is the bizarre part. They're pulling it down the middle of a street they're dragging it down the street so they're completely destroying this road really and they're you know they're just flooring this they're going maybe 100 feet and then coming to it yeah full pull like ooh yeah and it was such a bizarre and i'm looking at it going well this is just a thing they do right Back in Massachusetts, we might be taking the kids to soccer practice and hear their uh, <laughs> here tra- tractor pull day training their kids for the tractor pull huh and then I started looking at it, thinking about all the costs. Like, what that kid? What if he? What if that kid blows the engine? Is he going to get grounded or something? What? You got to rebuild that engine, Sonny. <laughs> I mean, how much do those parts cost? And you know, they all have huge pickup trucks and big trailers. They put these things in. There was a lot of that going on. Yeah. But, uh, huh. It was weird because that that's yeah. it's not going to be a lot of not a lot of followers for that around here. You no. can just arrange a tractor pull night and everyone's just got that equipment ready to yeah, go. No. <laughs> yeah. I, that, yeah, you know, there's cultural things, different differences. Yeah. Uh, where, I'm, where I'm trying to think of a, an equivalent something. You know, the one of the equivalent things for me that's always sort of uh, – I always kind of tip my head at is uh, like the fishing challenges. What are they called? Fishing, uh, uh, fishing challenges though they're fishing like oh, competitions. Um, yeah, I hear what you, I know what you're saying. Um, what are they called when they like fishing derby? Derby, there it is. Yeah, derby. Yeah, the fishing derby, and it's like came up. All right, who can catch the biggest fish? Like I go fishing maybe once a year, 
And if we catch one fish that's like eight inches long and three ounces, we're like, yes, we were successful. And these guys are like, no, we're going to cut, you know, we're going to catch some small mouth. Maybe we'll catch a Larry and, you know, it's going to be 18, 18 inches and three pounds. You're like, what? Where? How do you just go you know? catch a fish? Yeah. Like, how does it happen? I don't. And this is in the same lake that my parents have. Like, I, I, I just don't even. <laughs> Like, yeah, we'll just go, you know, we'll catch a couple, we'll, you know, throw the smallest ones back and we'll keep the big one. I'm like, what? How do you, the, you'll keep the one that, I don't know. So that's always something that makes me like, how did you, how is this happening? They have like fish radar. Yeah, but like, it's a giant friggin' lake. Like, how do you, a fish, like an 18 inch lake and a, a fish in a, you know, lake that's 29 miles long. How do you, I, I guess they know the lake and they know they things. They stock and, the fish uh, too. Yeah, well. It's pretty weird. Like the there's a lake in the wildlife preserve, right? And you get you sort of come to understand in near where I live. And they stock uh, that? You, they stock it. And you think of this place as a um it's huh. a wildlife preserve, right? It's a wildlife preserve. Well, part of the job of the people that sort of the game the fish and game committee, the people you think that are sort of the preservationists, right? Yeah. Part of their job is to go murder these animals <laughs> to control the population. Like they all have to mean? learn a they, they, you know, they go around killing the deer and stuff, right? They, oh, yeah. When it's seasonal, the deer are overpopulated. Well, let's go murder a few. Call that back a little bit. We don't like the way this is working out. This is our, you know, this is our, um, oh, what's the book? What's the book where those people get stranded on the island? Swiss Family Robinson oh. scenario, right? Where are the, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Never read that. Never read oh, what's it. The, what is the phrase I'm thinking of? It's like uh, the white people entitlement. <laughs> Manifest destiny. Oh, 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 oh. This is our manifest destiny. <laughs> wow. The wildlife should be this way around us. Therefore, we will stock the lake with fish when it is low, and we will murder the deer when they are too high. <laughs> they do it. They take it from both ends. It's amazing. Like, you're not just trying to preserve a like what's happening and keep it in the right order. You just do... That's <laughs> strange. White people. Oh, jeez. Yep. Isn't that what that whole book is about, basically? Uh, yeah, that, I, I don't know. I don't know what the Manifest Destiny thing. That's not from Swiss Family Robinson, is it? I thought that was that was taking over the United States from the Indians. Well, it's kind of like that. It's like shaping your, you know, this this is this was made. Okay, I'm going to read about it. Yeah. Uh, in the 19th century, Manifest Destiny is a widely held belief blah, 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 in the United States that its settlers were destined to expand across North America. There are three basic themes. Well, it's so it's similar. This is related specifically to America. But that book read a lot that way, you know. They arrive on the island and they shape it to their desires. Everything is there for them. It's an interesting story, though. Hmm. Well. Their kids do everything they say. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest crock of baloney that I've ever <laughs> read in any... Every time, one of those shows, you know, or book when the kid is... What's the other one that I'm always thinking of? I'm, so I'm always thinking about this yeah. stuff. When I'm, whenever the kid is like, you know, it's like a, some royalty or something, and the kid's sitting there and he's, you know, behaving himself. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Now my kid must be on so much Ritalin right now that he can't even <laughs> not speak his own name. That was the most unbelievable part about that whole book. Oh, it's yeah. like the older brothers teaching the younger brother lessons about whittling and stuff. Yeah. Or, you know... uh what was the the crying out loud? Michael Landon. What was that show? Uh, Laura Ingalls. Um, 
Love little that. house on the prairie like those oh, yeah. those you know oh sure i'll go help you know exactly. molly with the whatever she needs helping with They're like hey could you two just you know put the silverware out of the dishwasher <laughs> oh my god i hate chores no literally it'll take you like a thir- uh, forget it i'm just doing it myself i don't need all the tears and the water oh my gosh yeah i, I, I they beat me up man i'm like uh, i don't even ask anymore or something <laughs> i told you we got into it with um <laughs> So summer's coming to an end, and I'm like, I'm really trying to push hard on them. Like, good guys, you like, you got like ten pages book left in your summer bridge books. Yeah. Like, let's sit down. Let's just sit down. I'll do them together. We'll go through them. Let's just bang these out. <laughs> uh, you know, my my daughter wants to do it. Good for She's her. She's like, okay, yeah. gets her markers out, you know, and stuff, and sits down. Mm, can you help me read this? What does that word say? Just a good job practicing reading. My son just turns into a puddle of mush on the. Uh, uh, like can't puts the pencil in his hand and all of a sudden he's paralyzed and the pencil falls out goes between the couch cushions <laughs> the point breaks off right steps on it by accident rips the page spills his drink on it yeah the ailments the ailments is what get me oh, i have these bug bites these itchy oh, i think i have a splinter over here. i'm hungry no we literally just ate you i need a drink i need to go potty it's like, oh my gosh everything every single ailment. everything comes up right there. yeah right. okay just sit uh, look just i need a band-aid this. do you have I lotion <laughs> i need lotion for this itch where's the itchy stuff like oh my gosh <laughs> me. it'll take you five minutes all right <laughs> we'll just do one half of this page just read this read it and i remember what it was it was like it was like um Similes, right? <laughs> so, you know, words or phrases, what do you call them? Um, They're like a puddle. Metaphors? Idioms that are you know, used like or as. There's a difference. And they had the beginning. And one of them was like, her eyes were like. <laughs> I know, can't like, think of anything. You know, so I gave him an example for that. Her eyes were like deep blue puddles. <laughs> That I could see deep into my own soul. You know, of course, he's like, shoot up, right? <laughs> so he sort of fills that one in. And there's three of these things, right? Take you, what, 45 seconds to think of three different yeah. completions for yeah. these things? Yeah. An hour later, <laughs> I think two hours went by. Yeah. He spent on that couch, he, you know, he fell over, he was half asleep. <laughs> He's like got his face in the pillow. He'd spend more time gouging himself in the eyes with the pencil than just reading the sentence. And it's, it's completely nuts. I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. So, no, no, I did forget what the conclusion was. That's it. Uh, yeah. That's the whole thing. No, yeah, I understand. That I can relate to. I, I've done something wrong because I'm like, there's 20 bucks in it if you guys finish. My son's oh, like. Oh, yeah. I know. I got into the bribes. My son's okay. like, oh, well, that means I got to do. I'm like, yeah, you got to do like four pages a day. You offered them twenty bucks to complete the book. Well, yeah, twenty bucks. I offered them a hundred bucks. Oh my, I, 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 we're doing something wrong if they won't work for twenty bucks. Last night, I said, I said, the two of you, yeah. you got a week to finish these books for yeah. school. You finish these books, I'll give you a hundred bucks. So I told them yesterday, hundred bucks each. We'll give you. Each. Of course, my daughter's like, sweet. I'll finish them now. Like starts banging through. Yeah. Pages. He's just like, uh, oh, this is what it was. So later that night, after all the, all the fuss, all the everything, and I was like, I finally, I'm like, dude, forget it. Like, I'm just, like, now I'm just mad. And you know I'm mad. Like, yeah. you could have spent two minutes doing nothing and just finished it and trying to help you and just work through it. Instead, you got to act like this lunatic. 
Like, forget it. I'm just give me your Kindle. Give me this. Give me your iPod. Give me your audiobooks. You can't have these anymore. I'm taking stuff away from him. And he's like, oh, why is my life so terrible? Oh, like, oh my. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'm not the only one. Your it's... life is terrible. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I know. You hate me. We get that. That's because you hate me. I'm like, are you, are you, are you, are you kidding? Like, yeah. I'm the only one who ever has to do anything around. Oh my gosh, really? Like you not? Why do I have to pick that up? What do you guys do? I'm like, all right, let's see. So I started off. I took you to soccer camp, which did you pay for? No, oh, I paid for soccer camp. Okay, so then you forgot your water bottle. So what did we? Oh, we ran home and we got your water bottle and we came back. Okay, then you got there, and this is after reminding you for a half hour to make sure you had your soccer ball and your water bottle. Right. So she's had soccer camp for three days. Day one, they gave everybody there a ball. Mm-hmm. So they'd have a ball every day. First day, I mean, the next day, what did she forget? A friggin' ball. I'm like, you have a backpack that has a ball slot in it. Like, how do you say you're ready and you don't have a ball? She gets there. She's like, Dad, I don't have a ball. I'm like, you know what? I don't, I'm not getting you a ball. You're out. You're going to have to beg some ball off somebody. I'm like, I'm not getting you one. And then the next day, she forgot her water bottle. Forgot her water bottle. I'm like, you got, uh, I'm like, I, I, and I'm talking to my wife about it. I'm like, I think we just have to let her fail because we can't yes. keep, we can't do it anymore. We can't keep running back home to get her whatever you she do. needs. You do. I, we, you know, we went to the beach, we went to the lake. Yeah. And it's said, guys, every day, every day, I have to tackle you and grab you before you go in the water to cover you in sunscreen. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's driving me nuts. You know what? I'm not doing it. <laughs> Put sunscreen on. You know how to do it. You know where it goes. You yeah. are. I mean, they do it themselves. I just have to make it. Them- you have the spray one? Uh, we have, it's like a pump spray. I don't like the aerosols. I feel like it's bad. I don't think it's aerosol anymore, but anyways, it's super easy it's, now. You just yeah. like, and then you're done in 30 seconds. You can't do it. I, I, yeah. Not no, you. I'm saying pump your kid spray, can't. Whenever they wipe it whatever. Face, right. It's whatever. easy. Yeah. You could do it. Put your sunscreen on. Why don't you put sunscreen before we leave? Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. We'll go down to the beach. Go down to the beach. Before you go in the water, put sunscreen on. Uh, uh, I just want to rinse off. I'm hot. <laughs> Better put it on. You're going to get burned. They never put it on. Get burned? They both got some pretty horrible burns. Did they really? <laughs> Yikes. That's a little crazy because that could get uh, worse for you. Because then I you gotta... I didn't try to punish them. Just eventually I forgot. I was like, listen, I'm turning my brain off. Yeah. I'm not thinking about this anymore. If you put some sunscreen on, you're going to get burned because my son's all like not wearing a swim shirt anymore. He usually wears a swim shirt, so he doesn't have to mm-hmm. worry about putting. Now he's just trying to show off his muscles. <laughs> My son's the opposite. He's super, I think, shy about his uh, appearance already. <laughs> uh, There's still no, it won't change a thing. Next man. time they won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And they complain. Oh, man. Yeah, the complaining is just ridiculous. They're and I don't know how to fix it. I, I don't either. It's like I don't understand because... You know, this is literally like we drive all over. I'm like, oh, you have to put your one dish... Like, mm-hmm. how much did you actually help with dinner? What were you doing while mommy was cooking? You know, and it's like, you can go down the whole list. and It doesn't matter. Like, I can, I'm spitting in the wind at that point because they don't care. It's like, they're not hearing me. I'm just, you know, I don't the, know. The trouble is, I think my daughter is learning. She's very attentive, right? Attentive. Attentive. <laughs> she, <laughs> she watches these interactions with her brother and she realizes like, oh, you know, they're mad at him for not doing these things. Maybe they'll like sort of love me more if I do them. So she'll, Whoa. after those sort of interactions where it's like, guys, you know, you're not helping much. She'll be like, I'll pick up the dishes. You know, she gets all sort of 
butt kiss her about it and it's but then that makes him even worse because he'll see her like extra helping and be like eh, she's like her more now because she does all these things oh man i would love to have one like that <sighs> no it's nice having one that is that is but like i said she loves doing her bridge books yeah and uh, you know, i gotta check like, in I'm, on my my second kid because the one that was she was 16 pages ahead at one point she was yeah. way ahead I be like, can she... i is it okay if i do extra pages i'm like uh <laughs> what yes <laughs> yeah all right. Doesn't doesn't phase him. You don't want the hundred bucks? Nah. I know hundred bucks. That's an enormous. I, I thought twenty bucks is an enormous amount of money. I he mean, doesn't spend the money, but my son does. Like twenty bucks. That's like two weeks of three weeks of pizza. Hmm. Money won't motivate him. He just wants to read and listen to books these days. That's all. And I'm trying to convince him. We, That's the word. I, <laughs> All he wants to do is read and learn. <laughs> That's why I'm conflicted. I'm like, dude, it's cool that you're reading all day long. Although he's rereading the same books over yeah. and over now. I'm like, yeah. we got to kind of move on to some other subjects. But hey, you- speaking of, I, I meant to tell you this last time. We just, we're now, we're reading through the Harry Potter books as a family. Yeah. So I recently, we, we just, we're on to book two now, but we went, we read book one and then watched the movie and now we're on to book two. But when we read book one and we're yeah. reading the scene that bo- Uni- bugged Max Unicorn out Blood. where they go, <laughs> yes, they're in the woods yeah. at night at 11 o'clock midnight at night, right? Walk around the woods in the dark, which is so stupid. Like, I don't even know how this, like anybody thought this was a good idea. Their detention is 11 at night and they go into the forbidden forest <laughs> forbidden. to chase a dead dying unicorn. Like, because something's attacking it. How, how is this okay with anybody with the games keeper that, you know, it failed wizard anyways. Um, not even with one of like the powerful wizards that are at the school. Uh, it's very spooky. And, uh, you know, the one, the two kids go off one way and the two kids go the other way. And the two kids, the one kid scares the other kid. So they have to swap kids. And then the dog is too scared. So the dog runs away. And then he walks up on the unicorn and the one kid runs away and leaves the other kid. And yeah, it's super scary. Actually, (laughs) I was like, it's a little bit spooky. Yeah. yeah, But were your uh, kids frightened? Well described about the blood and dripping from the mouth. And it's (laughs) like, oh my my gosh, this is gruesome. So I'm like, oh, I kind of feel a little sympathy for Max now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, yeah, he's retained those memories for years. Yeah, <laughs> this was like when he was six. Mm. Now he's ten. Yeah, and he know he remembers the story, and he still refuses to read or listen or participate in the book in any way <laughs> because it will remind him of that part of the story. Right, right. And he does not want to have nightmares. Wow. So my daughter, you know the Beth- Bethany Hamilton story. No, that's the the thirteen year old surfer that got her arm bit off by a shark. Oh, that's cool. You, I'm sure you've heard of it. Like whatever, and, and they she made kept him surfing and won the competition. What? No, <laughs> no, she almost died. Like it was a miracle that she lived. Blah blah blah. Anyways, so she lived <laughs> through this thing. Blah blah. And uh, <laughs> but my daughter, my five year old daughter, with us. Well, she's five now. I think she was four when she watches it. She still like that. I think got like that bothers her like she thinks about it and she mentions it from time to time oh that girl the shark bit her arm off like the shark ate her arm it's always weird it's like the, not the shark bit her it's the shark ate her arm ate, ate her arm yeah Makes well it, it did little... it ate her arm yeah. yes it did um but that and they actually were like I mean, she said it when they went to go into the ocean are there gonna be sharks there like so that's in her mind that there's sharks in the ocean and that could get in her so so what do you tell her uh i don't know actually she, i wasn't there but she's like um this was a couple weeks ago. They went to the beach and, uh, I was like, did she talk about sharks at all? She's like, no, no. I'm like, oh, all right. I'm surprised, but okay, good. 
I thought she would have. Well, because obviously the answer is yes. Yes. There are sharks. sharks yes. But you're more likely to be killed by, like, a car. goose. Uh, <laughs> a goose. It's true. Is it? A goose is more Probably. dangerous well, than Well, you're a shark? more likely to be killed by a deer. I think you're, like, ten times more likely to be killed by a deer than a shark. Really? Uh-huh. Are you more like... I'm going to put a question on Quora. yeah, the shark, you know, they're very sensationalized. It killed... By a, by a vending machine than a shark. Vending machine for sure. <laughs> by a cow than I wrote. I typed. Are you more likely to be killed? And that's as, as far as I've gotten. And yeah. it, there's a whole list here. Well, the part I don't like about that comparison is a that coconut to be killed by, than a shark. To be killed by a vending machine, you have to actually initiate. Because it's people that try to shake stuff out of them. You know what I mean? They yeah, try right. to tip They try to tip yeah. them over to get the food out, and they fall on them, and then they die. Yeah, Ozzy Man just did one with that. Because they're extraordinarily <laughs> no, heavy. Man, and different guy. So you have to be dumb enough to tip the machine over yeah. in the first place. But as long as you don't do that, the machine's not going to, like, attack you. Whereas sharks are very by chance. You don't know if a shark's going to come after you. There's not much you can do to prevent it. Although than, it says here on this ABC article that says uh, shark attacks are more a result of human patterns than shark patterns. You mean like behaving like a seal? I don't know. Human populations influence shark attacks more than sharks do. This is a uh, this is a this is the title of this article is coconuts are deadlier than sharks. <laughs> right. So you have more chance of getting killed by a falling coconut than you do by getting. Oh yeah, never sit under a coconut tree. This is, 15 I mean, times some of this more is likely to be killed than a falling coconuts than by a shark. <laughs> I went to a meeting last night, soccer meeting, and uh, this is the kind of stuff that drives me bonkers. The family's house I was at, mm-hmm. the kids are bouncing around and right? they're being nuts. And the kids are, we're going to go outside and bike, ride bikes, right? Something close to my heart. And that's great. So we go outside, we're waiting for someone else to show. I'm like, I want to ride bikes too. So we're riding bikes around. One of the children, of course, the mom's like, don't forget your helmets. Ah, you know, helmets, kids. They're wearing their helmets and they're riding around in bare feet. Oh, my gosh. Right? And I'm like, yeah, I really don't. I really don't want to get into it with you, but this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> the likelihood of him losing a toe in his chain is far greater than the false... Yeah sense of security you have with that foam hat on his head could you put some shoes on him <laughs> like what is going on you really want to destroy your feet i mean you wreck your feet yeah like they, there's so many moving metal parts down there oh, that I know. get them jammed never mind the roads chain the road i mean getting all cut up and net Ugh. what's I mean, the I first thing what's the first thing the kid does when they start to get a little wobbly on the bike oh yeah put the foot down feet down i mean god jeez yeah. i know a kid who reached down when i was a kid riding his bike and he Stuck his finger in his chain and he lopped the end of it off. Ah! And it's not even like a clean cut. It went around the, oh my the, gosh. All right. the front ring, you know? <laughs> gosh, really? Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Ugh. It's not sharp. That's like greasy, dull, smashing. Just. <laughs> I love this, though. I'm reading the end of this article. Avoiding sh- encounters with sharks, Burgess offers a few tips. Avoid splashing. <clears throat> Don't go in the water while bleeding. Don't wear shiny Fair. jewelry while swimming in the ocean. Swim with other people. Avoid murky waters where sharks seek out smaller fish for prey. And don't swim at dusk when sharks are more likely to be feeding. Okay, great. No but, night swimming? I know. I don't know. I guess, yeah. And don't dress like a seal. Yeah. Or have the body shape of a seal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, there were 91 incidents of shark encounters last summer, Burgess said, including 76 unprovoked attacks by people on people by sharks. Hold on a second, then. What were the other 25 or 40? How many people died from coconuts? No, these 15 were provoked attacks. How do you provoke an attack? I don't know. I don't know. Heckle the shark? And maybe it's like those people, morons that swim with them out of cages. I don't know. They deserve, they deserve. <laughs> That's get. right. They could have been in the cage under the water. Anywho. All right. This is boring. Sharks. Yeah, well, don't, don't, you're fine in the ocean. Just swim. Yeah. Okay. In fact, we should want to be more worried about is jellyfish. Sometimes their shores are just packed with them. Oh, they're the worst. And, uh, they're not going to kill you. They could kill you. Some, some, people, can, yeah. some people have died from yeah. jellyfish poison, but, uh, they are nasty. They hurt. Very stingy. Um, so we did get a mail and I'm, we got, we got 10 minutes. We're going to plow through this mail here. Yeah, we can plow through it. Hi, Jason and Randy. Franz here. I'm the dad who wrote in when the baby was three weeks old about dad's groups and baby tips Mm -hmm. and whatnot a bit less than a year ago. Thought I would share a few fun stories with you. First, Franz, thank you for sticking with us through the whole, uh, civil war episodes. (laughs) Still going on. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if, um, Andrew's picked us up back up again, but, uh, I'm going to reach out to him. Anywho. Number one, after hearing Randy talk about his love for biking, I've started biking to and from work each day. 14 miles a day was exhausting at first, but I've grown to love it. Thanks for the inspiration. Wow. Good for him. Seven miles yeah, a day. That's, uh, hey, that's weird. That's exactly how far it is to your house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Number two, while on said commute, I was bringing, I was binging your show fell a bit behind in winter spring and rolled up to a stoplight. A woman came up next to me and started asking me about the, the rail trail on my radio. She wanted to go there for a ride. That was that weekend because it sounded so nice. Unfortunately, I had to share with her that it's in Massachusetts, which is a little bit of a long drive or ride. Wait, I hold put on. that from Wisconsin, but she vowed to one day visit stirring up tourism for Massachusetts. Am I, am I understanding that she could hear us talking? I believe so, yes. So he's blasting. Hey, that's the what podcast. you do, don't you? You listen to it on a. I listen to music on a big Bluetooth speaker. What? He thinks this is bad. I love it that he's doing no, this. No, no. <laughs> now I've, all my words are being scrutinized by the public. But. but In open air. You just. It was okay when it was an earphones. My, you could say my concern, earphones are great because you can actually hear. It. But the my concern is that sometimes there's noise and then you miss some stuff. Oh, you think the context like you might me? Uh, oh yeah, that's why I can't. You can't listen to books and stuff on the Bluetooth speaker because you either have to have it cranked up real loud, and then you pull up just there's like a place where there's no noise and you sound ridiculous, <laughs> or there's car, trucks going by and you can't hear it at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. As for as for me, Franz, I say keep on doing what you're doing and keep the tourism alive. Yeah, that's the Assabet River Rail Trail or the Bruce Freeman Rail Trail. The Bruce or the Bruce Freeman. Yeah, one of the two. If you're near Michigan, well, he's in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, there's actually quite a few fancy rail trails in Michigan where we were. One of them goes to one of them goes all the way from the town of uh, where were we? South Haven, which is where we were. To Cal? No, not Kalamazoo. Is it Kalamazoo? Yeah, it is Kalamazoo. It's like. 30 miles. Nice. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty long haul for a dedicated trail to goof around on. Yeah. Of course, they should be thousands of miles, but that's a different problem. <clears throat> okay. Uh, number three. Since writing, since last writing in, I've, 
uh, first of all, I want to take a, a pause here. I want to commend Franz on his punctuation, his grammar, and his spelling. Everything is on point. Anything that's been a mistake has been on m- my uh, reading ability so far. Uh, since last writing in, I tried a few different dads and parents groups, but nothing quite fit with what I was searching for. A place to discuss hard to talk about emotions. Mm. I kind of stressed hard for some reason. I don't know. A place to discuss hard to talk about emotions. My computer just went to sleep. Come on, wake up. Wake up. So I get in touch with the local Madison area, Madison area parent support team. I went through a few trainings and now facilitate Rooted a father support group for discussing challenges of parenting like postpartum depression or psychosis. It has been such a rewarding experience to help build this concept I was looking for and my and meet other dads that were looking for the same safe space. If you hear me giggling or chuckling, I'm just like a blown away because this guy yeah. was looking for a group, couldn't find it, so he started a whole thing that talks about serious issues while we sit here and act like lunatics talking about sharks and coconuts. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to take anything away from here, but postpartum depression. I mean, that's for the mother. I hope that he's, yeah, but I think he's like, as how to support somebody going through that. That's oh, okay. I'm reading. Yeah. That's that what I mean. We're talking about sense. sharks and coconuts and he's talking about how to support he's, your wife going through above. postpartum like, thought, psychosis. So he, yeah, I thought he was having trouble and here he is going to a group trying to figure out how to support his wife. Yeah. 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 Well, how to be a better, like, like I, I, I assume see. this is one of his hard to talk about him. Well, maybe it's, I, I don't know of any males that I, I mean, I'm supposed, I guess a male could have postpartum depression. I, I don't No, You can't. Cause that's the first time you see the baby. Oh, I'm, like, I, you'd be I, sad the baby wasn't in your wife anymore? I never say can't anymore to anything, because the world is moving pretty quick. No, you mean by definition, you really can't. Like, the postpartum depression is when is when the mother and baby are together, when the baby's inside the mother. Oh, postpartum depression is actually, like, a physical, like... Or well, that's part of it. Is hormonal they're the based on are, the separation of the... They're the ones the... that are bonding for nine months. She's got this thing kicking around in her, and then all of a sudden she, you know, poops it out. And... N- now the baby is <laughs> the stork delivers it. I think, and, he, uh, and then they're separated. He started a f- rooted a father support. Uh, he's got a support group going, and we have this. We, we sound like a couple of jackasses on <laughs> <laughs> making jokes about coconut. Anywho, well done, Franz. Hey, it's uh, not a joke. Watch out for coconut. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't sit in a tr- Okay. <clears throat> We've also been struggling a bit with finding a community out here. Our families both live quite a bit south, so it's a little difficult. We have one set of parent friends and they are amazing. But what we've been looking for is a sense of community you can find at a church or weekly gathering location. The challenge becomes that neither of us are religious and I would not like to raise my daughter or something I don't believe. Well, that's good. Since, uh, he's, since he's a big group starter, I mean, just call it the Sunday Social Club. Because we've been talking about this for a long time. <laughs> we found a nice compromise by going to a local Unitarian Universalist meeting house, which meets the goal of community while driving home a sense of inclusi- inclu- inclusivity be- between cultures. However, I struggle to relax at these meetings. My Catholic upbringing rears its head, and those feelings of anxiety and guilt start coming back. Any advice? Holy moly. I wouldn't... Um, You're asking the wrong dude. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not sure. Wait, so what's Unitarian? They're very, I mean, they're very, very, very liberal as far as they like pretend churches to be go. religious, but they're really not. That's the Sunday social club. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically like, we used to go to church when we were kids and we want to go to this thing that's like a church, but we don't want to talk about any church stuff. We just want to hang out. 
I mean, yes. I mean, there's some church stuff, but not like I think my parents do stuff. the same thing. Okay. Well, I'd be a little. Well, I don't know. Well, I, no, they have organs and whatnot at the the uh, Unitarian. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know a lot about it. Um, I don't know what advice he wants from us, though, uh, as far as like to to How deal to with his Catholic, Catholic guilt. guilt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a thing. That's a very common well. That thing. yeah. I mean, that, that's a yeah. It's got a it's got its own cliche or whatever you want to call that. What is that? Uh-huh. Uh, aphorism or whatever. Um, hmm. Uh, hmm. That's right. Uh, I mean, <sighs> I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I, people I will throw it out there and you don't th- throw it out there as much, but I might be hanging out. I, like I have a lot of churchy friends that I don't really realize they're super true. We'll be hanging out. We'll be doing stuff, whatever. And, you know, let's play baseball, this and that. And all of a sudden they're, Kids are being christened, right? It's like, hey, you want to come to the christening? Like, is that where you smash the champagne? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that going to hurt them? I mean, you know, they get all dressed up and they throw water on them and stuff. And smash the ship. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, not- for me, for me, it's it's scary. Yeah. Because they're saying a lot of words and they're doing these things that don't mean anything to me. And they're a little. Well, see, that's I think. So you're kind of hitting the nail on the head, at least from my point of view on this would be like the universe list meet like they're saying a lot of things that aren't meaning a lot to any to him or to really. And, and when I look at it. And I know I'm coming from a much more, um, what's the, not orthodox, but much more, um, liturgical <laughs> or what, you know, uh, you know, I, he, there's not a lot of meat behind this. And I don't, I, I can't, I can't really say that because I don't know what Unitarian Universalist means. But if, you know, the Catholics are on the far side of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, not liturgical, liturgical, um, Hypocrisy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think there's enough problems with that that organization as it is, but that's Which a whole ones? nother a whole nother podcast. Um, Hypocritites? No, not Hippocrates. What organization? They have a lot of um Oh the Catholics. Rich yeah, the Catholic a lot of ritual on a lot of meaning behind what they do, whereas the Universalists are sort of like it's all man made and it's all not based on anything. So you're finding it to be thin and I'm not that surprised that you may find it empty, if you will. And you're like the anxiety and guilt, you're, you're combating what, what your upbringing was. That's never going to match, right? You're up, especially the way the, the quote unquote Catholic guilt. And I'm not, my wife's Catholic, so I'm, I'm not disparaging it. I, I do think you there are. are some issues, mm-hmm. but my wife and I have talked about them and we continue to struggle with them and really? talk about them. Can but- I sit in on those? Yeah, we can talk about it at lunch sometime. But anywho, no, with, my with point wife, is, I mean, if you you're trying to you're trying to be a part of a religious organization that doesn't really have a lot of religious stuff to it. So no, I don't think he is. I think that's the opposite. I think he's going to this. No, but it presents itself as a religious organization. Right, but I think all the other people are there for the same reason he is. Right, but they're all kind of lying to themselves by saying we're part exactly. of this religious organization, right. but we're not here for the religion part exactly. of it. We're here and for he's this. bringing the Catholic guilt because he yeah. knows of it and he has it. But all he has to do is. Bring those things to the front with these people and say like, "Hey, why are we all here? Like, are you here? <laughs> yeah. Are you here just to hang out, or are you here for the religion? Because I'm here for the hanging out. I like you guys, but yeah, are we going to be christening anything anytime soon, or can we just <laughs> have some crackers and have it just, not be the body of somebody? 
Yeah. Okay. Right. So, so uh, yeah, I think you're in conflict here. What you're trying to, the two things, you, and that's why I think you're struggling with, and you're having uh, feelings of anxiety, right? Um, no, but know. they might be cool. They might be like, oh yeah, no, that's why we're here. Well, right, 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 this right. The, I, other than you know the library where we're not allowed to talk, this is the only place we could meet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this Franz. I, again, I commend you, and for your like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, vision and your motivation, right? You really seem to be somebody that's uh, activist who's willing to put the time and energy mm-hmm. in, not just change your profile picture on Facebook and be like, Hey, or look, and I texted somebody and I gave 10 bucks to this charity. Like you're doing it, right? Which is great. And I commend that. But, um, this is a totally different issue. And, and finding a sense of community, that's tough. I, and again, he said his full, bo- you, you said your families are in the South, which I don't know if that means that's where you grew up where you were raised but i know like i think the south is a lot more you know they're known for their like community much more than like the north right because we're too cold and frozen and (laughs) dead inside uh (laughs) um so yeah i don't know i mean it's you you, you change in your culture so the culture is different we talked about it in michigan we talked about it we're way over now um anywho i always feel like it's kind of a forced sense of community though based around the church in the south well oh Mm, well, I don't know if I agree That's with that. where the Catholic guilt comes from. The, the sense of community in the Southern Church is different than Catholic um, and anything. Like, I'm not trying to say one's right or wrong, but... Uh, There's a community as long as you belong to that specific type of community. But if you don't fit in, then you're exiled. Oh, yeah, I agree with her some of that. Yeah, and that goes with all denominations. No. Well... Not the Unitarians who no, are No, 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 I know, but all, no, I'm saying all of, like, the Christian denominations. <laughs> We, no, we fail on that for absolutely I agree with you there. We, yeah. You know, we, yeah. Okay. So that's, that's really, uh, that's the one flaw is that we're no, the no, ones no, that I didn't right. say that was a one flaw. I'm not saying it's a one flaw. I'm not trying to put anything in, but, um, you're right. Anywho, um, thoughts. Uh, oh yes. And number five. So I don't know if we helped Franz. Feel free to write in. It was fun to talk about and to try to struggle with. Um, Thoughts, Randy. I've, I've been looking oh. for a Sunday social club myself. Well, I don't know what. Come with maybe me. we should start a tractor pull. What do you? <laughs> I don't want to be an attractor. What? No, you don't want to start a tractor pull. See, again, you would have anxiety over that. You would be struggling with the, the conflict of you burning dinosaurs and mm-hmm. not actually in the community. You want, like the sense of community, but you don't like burning dinosaurs. So how do you? You well, have what it really is is like. Soccer on the weekends in the fall and spring yeah, and then baseball. Comes, yeah. It's that's it's the sports. And you get all your biking in during the week, so you can't do the weekend warrior stuff with all the Sunday rides and all that. I don't want to be in their community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lycra. It's the I worst. Don't. I know. Some too many, too many bulges. Past me on the way home tonight. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Beautiful night. I'm like, get out of here. He's all oh, come like, on, really? See what's head wrong with to you, toe man. blue. He's like this giant glowing stretched out blueberry. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> you. All right. Five thoughts. Randy, any recommendation on bike trailers? Bike trailers for one to three year olds looking at Burley or Copilot right now? Whew. This is an old topic. Kids are old now. I thought you didn't just say cargo bike. I thought it was going to be your answer. And we're on well, the clock. We're up. Uh, I mean, I'm all for Yeah, I'm all for investing in the cargo bike. That'll carry you through the years. Kids never grow out of it. If they do, you get groceries. Pulling a trailer is the worst. It's very springy, turns into a parachute. So, yeah, if you've got the cash to throw around, I would look into uh, the front-loading cargo bikes. 
because there is no reason that people give me people give me grief all the time about why you're riding that huge bike. Why are you riding the huge bike? What, did you bring your kids with you? No. Why are you riding the huge bike? Because I like riding it. Because if I have to pick anything up, it's there. It's ready. Anyway. So there's long tail cargo bikes. There's front loading cargo bikes. You ask me about trailers, I will tell you about trailers. Personally, if I had to do it all over again, I would go with the front loading cargo bikes. There's several of them now. Oh, geez. I made a noise. But... um. There's not that many you can get in the, in the U.S. Yuba makes one now called a Supermarché. The box isn't quite as big as it could be. The Netherlands bike company that makes a lot of these is called uh, Bakfiets. And I don't think you can order them for the U.S. How do you spell that? B- you don't know how to spell Dutch words? <laughs> B-A-K-F-I-E-T-S. Okay. Bakfiets, duh. <laughs> so... But for trailers, I used the trailer for a long time when I was sort of learning what I liked about bikes and what worked and what didn't and how it evolved. I think the key thing about the trailers was when they're that little, they need springs. Uh, and they need, and you need to put a lot of work into throwing padding in there. I used to use stuffed animals from Ikea and whatnot because they'll fall asleep and their heads fall over. And then you hit a bump and they're just smashing all over the place and they wake up crying. Especially if you take them in the woods and stuff. We did a lot. So we have a trailer. It's made. It was made by a company called Chariot, but Thule bought it, so now it's a Thule company. And they, those were the best ones I could find that have. They have these huge leaf springs on them, and you can adjust this really? little dial on it so you can move the the springiness. So if there's less weight or more weight in there, you can have it spring more. Those things were fantastic, and they really took. A lot of the shock out of all just a little bump. Even if you hit a big crack in the road, it's just, ugh, it's upsetting for the kids. Mm-hmm. In some of the, the burlies and the less expensive trailers, just hammers right through, snaps their neck. You know, you don't want that. Um, So that would be my recommendation. The Chariot slash Thule trailer if you wanted to go that route. But the trailers aren't as versatile as the cargo bikes. Mm, no. I mean, you can switch the hitches on multiple bikes and you'd be like, well, I can use it for carrying groceries. But they're wide they're springy, which makes the bike sluggish, and they're like parachutes. They catch the wind. It's it's surprising mm. how much more efficient it is to have everything on a nice rigid bike and put together. You can it's just a lot less energy than towing around. And the, the just the wide trailer hits stuff. To be honest, my wife flipped the trailer over twice with the kids in it. What? Yeah, she really? hit, I think she hit the same rock. She took a corner <laughs> too too sharp. And there was this big slanty rock, and she rode one of the trail wheels up on the rock, and the whole thing flipped right upside down on the road. With a kid in it? With the kid in it. With Max in it. Wow. He was strapped in, so his head didn't hit the ground. He was in, like, the full harness. Yeah. But he was certainly not happy. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, the other thing I'd recommend is get something used. Buy it off Craigslist or look online, free cycle, find somebody <laughs> in the neighborhood that's <laughs> what. If he's riding a lot, buy it. just buy it. Well, I'm telling money. you, get him these things for free from people you that can't. Did. You cannot find the trailers used. They're too okay. popular. Well, we have one that's got passed around the neighborhood neighborhood here. That um, is it. A springs? Is it a chariot? No, it's not. No, no. Oh, but I'm saying you're not going to use it long enough. Sorry, I'm reaching over everything because my he fo- might. My it sounds like he's enjoying his riding, dying. and he may use it a lot. All right. Well. Good so if him. you're if you're getting super into it and you think you're gonna do it, man, yeah, it's expensive. I mean, you're spending like thousands of dollars when you get into the cargo bike range. 
but it will last you forever. And even when your kids grow out of it, you can use it to ride to the grocery store, fill it full of groceries. They're so much fun. And part of the reason I think they're fun is because you go a little bit slower. So it feels more comfortable. You feel safer. Mm-hmm. They're more stable because they're longer. People avoid you more because they see this giant bike. And they're like, oh, that's scary. So uh, uh, yeah, that's my recommendation. I rode one over the weekend. Did you wear? Uh, my neighbor bought one. <laughs> you didn't tell me this? I did. I told you he bought a Madsen. Oh, I don't know what that is. What's it? It's a brand. He had it at the Cape. Is it a front loading? Nope. It's uh, it's got a big bucket though in the back. Is oh, than the your... plastic bucket. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know about that. But it can t- hold like a ton of weight or something, and it's got seatbelts in it and stuff. A ton, like a metric ton. Um, I'm not sure if it was a metric ton or if it was uh, Imperial, but <laughs> a Madsen. Yeah. Yeah. These are a good option too. They have <laughs> they have cool covers for them for the rain. So that's like a rear. I don't know what you call it. a long tail cargo bike. They call them. Yeah, but I mean, it went, and it's pretty. It's, it was interesting because once it got going, it was like not stopping <laughs> because no. um, you know it's there's a lot more mass going. Yeah, you get a lot more momentum on those things. You go downhill faster. So they're they're yeah, but it, uh, like oh yeah, look at the cover. I didn't see they don't have a cover for it. Or they might, but they didn't. Uh, it's weird one. that it's just kind of like a giant bucket. Yeah, but I mean, if you got seatbelts and stuff in it, it, would work, right? Well, why do you need seatbelts? I mean, it's just it's just funny that it's like a so the kids don't camp. fall out. I mean, their kid is, I think, a year old. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and even with the trailer, oftentimes what I do is I just put them in the car seat and then put the car seat in the trailer. Oh, okay. When they were little enough, I actually yeah. my my first trailer, I put my son in there when he was three months old, which was really little, and so I put him in the the snap and go carrying car seat, and then I used bungee cords to suspend the car seat inside the trailer <laughs> from all axes and dimensions here. It was really cool. I think I have video of it because it was just, the thing would float around there like this boat. I mean, I could hit the biggest bumps and it would just kind of be like, Ooh, you know, just springing. So he'd fall asleep immediately because it was very floaty. Because <laughs> it was it was hanging from the top. It had cords on the side and it had cords on the bottom sort of holding it front and back too. And so it's not like it would just bounce way up in the air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. One last comment. It says, Jason, you might enjoy a board game called Evolution, though I'm unsure if it fits (laughs) your definition of evolution only occurring intraspecies. Mm -hmm. Thanks for you for all you do, Franz. Thank you for the recommendation, Franz. I will look it up. I will uh, look into evolution. Anyways, it's been a long show. Missed you. I missed all our listeners, all your feedback. So keep it coming. Dads at dadsbeingdads.com. Cue the music. The other thing I like about the front cargo bikes than the rear cargo bikes is that the kids are in front of you so you can talk to them now cue the music thank you for listening to our show we'd love to hear from you email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com we're on facebook too forward slash dads being dads podcast all four words all jammed together or search dads being dads podcast you can find us throw us a like and some comments and of course itunes send us a review and some sweet sweet stars twitter too but uh, we'll have to get back on that but you can find us